right. Welcome back to another week of I Have So Many Questions. My name is Peter Krause. And I am Jake Lescovar. And this is week, uh, I don't even know at this point. Honestly, I've lost count. No, yeah. I'm trying to think. Week, I've lost count. This is good. I think we're yeah. just, we're in the thick of it. We're just moving right along. Yeah. And people are, dare I say, enjoying. It's been so fun to like connect with yeah. folks. And I love when we, um, you know, talk about something and, you know, some people respond directly to us and engage in conversation. And it's been really cool to chat and engage with people. So I'm, I'm liking what we are creating so far. I like that. Yeah. It's been good. I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to do this with you just for the sake of doing it. I just wanted to have the conversations (laughs) and record it. And it's, it's been a very, you know, it caused, I'll loop it back. I I don't want to get, it it loops to our topic or it relates to our topic, but, um, which I'll mention, I have no clue what it's about. Yeah, no, I I mean, mean, and I, I, I'll also preface this with, yeah, like I'm very new to this. Um, and I feel this is one of those things where I'm like, I wish it was talked about more in school or like taught. I don't, should we just dive in? Yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah, uh, let's catch okay, up let's a little up. with the people or with each other. What do we want to do? Do we want to dive right in? Um, quick catch up. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we took the weekend off for the Fourth of July weekend. Yep. Yeah. Um, that was great. Hung out with family a lot. Saw a couple friends. Uh, went out on a boat one day. Went golfing one day. Uh, this past weekend, I was in the Wisconsin Athletic Hall of Fame golf outing, which it's the third annual, and it's a friend of mine who puts this on every year, and I was. Weirdly enough, still invited back as the quote unquote celebrity as, you know, like every group gets a celebrity they get teamed up with. Okay. And it's like these legit professional football players uh, (laughs) or track athletes, uh, basketball players. It's mostly football guys. But uh, we're talking like superstars within the NFL for years, like Donald Driver and Jordy Nelson and so on. And then I'm like, why am I here? (laughs) So weird to me. But you're a superstar. Oh, shut it, Jake. Uh, <laughs> this is the second year, though, I got teamed up with the same group, and they asked for me back. They wow. wanted to be with me. So it's like, you know what? I fucking love I was here just because I loved golfing, and I like that it's... That's awesome. Like, invitation. The yeah, course it good. looked that was nice. stunning. The, the course is beautiful. I mean, and the yeah. whole, just the... Yeah, it looked beautiful. So it's this place called... Not that anybody cares about golf necessarily, but golf to me has become my escape. Like I go to golf, like someone would read a book. Mm-hmm. I'm reading every part of each swing, each lie, the weather. And I'm also just soaking in the sun, the fresh air, the conversations with people. Or when I'm by myself, I'm listening to my music while I'm just like out there vibing. And it's really become this great meditative state for me. Yeah. Uh, so when I get to play a really nice course, like I got to play there, it's like Mozart really amongst the <laughs> crap music, right? And it's like, you just get to absorb yourself into this golf, which it's kind of interesting. It was like a life lesson. I get upset with a swing in years past because I'm like on this beautiful course. I have to play so well, take advantage of it. And this year I was just like, fuck it. That swing wasn't good. On to the next one. Enjoy the course. And as simple as that sound, it just felt really good to finally get to that point where it's just really good, fun golf. Good. That sounds like a blast. It was good. It was good. Good. Very good. What about you? Let's see. I've been spending a lot of time at the beach. I've been trying to get uh, been beaching. 
um yeah trying to just take advantage of living right by the lake and it's been you know good to get out and get some good sun and yeah. hang out with some friends and um yeah so just you know hanging out i Isn't uh it different how like well just summer has changed so much oh my god yeah like as people in the midwest for those who don't live here it's like two different people like oh, in the winter fully. you're just trying to get by and yeah. in summer it's like you're back outside you're in the sun you're in the fresh air you're doing things that you missed all winter so like i think a lot of people just grind all winter long and then summer comes along and you get this not a, like a break but just this a little bit more peace a little bit more enjoyment totally. of life with the simple things absolutely i totally agree i love it so it's been it's been good um i've been volunteering at this house uh yeah. down the street the uh the glessner house and that's uh part that's exactly where i got today's topic from um uh, i thought maybe that was the case yes sir but yeah it's been uh you know nothing too crazy to report on um just been hanging out okay good a chicago summer your first my first well yeah full first I was full. here yeah the tail end of last summer but i can't believe it's been that long already i know it's been like a year it's nuts that's awesome i know it's been good it's been fun yeah all right you ready as ready as i'll ever be <laughs> All right. First of all, just tell me what is, uh, yeah. What is this topic? Where did it come from? Why do you want to talk about it? I love it. So basically, um, as you know, like I've said, I started volunteering at this house down the street for me called the Glessner house. It's a late 18th century, uh, national historic home designed by a super famous architect, um, named H H Richardson. And the house in which the the time period that the house was built and the people that built this uh particular home uh the architect um was really involved in what was called the arts and crafts movement and the first time i took a tour of the house i <laughs> had no idea what that was and that's one of those it's one of those things where i'm like did, did I learn this in school and was I just not paying attention slash did I not retain it or is this one of those things that I wish was talked about more and I think it might be the latter option but basically as I've been back to the house um, trying to learn more about it and doing a little bit of research on my own basically the arts and crafts movement was um, a time it originated in England um, and it was a time in which people really tried to create more it was very much about like creating natural um you know like arts and crafts um keep in mind this was like right on the cusp of like the industrial revolution so that's where a lot of the inspiration came from to you know break up a lot of that industrialization that was happening with um you know, really fun patterns and cool, you know, natural um, objects. And one of the people that is referenced in this house a bunch, his name is William Morris. And if you look him up, um, he has all of these, people still use them uh, in their homes today, all of these really beautiful prints. And he was one of the um, 
leaders or real like activists in the in the arts and crafts movement but I talk about all this to say that as I've been learning more about it I think the concept behind it is just so cool that you know they they really took um what's the word I want to use they really the respect that was given to you know little even things like little trinkets or objects that somebody would make um, as like actual, you know, as decoration or I just, I find the whole entire movement so fascinating. Um, And I've wanted to talk about it here on the podcast because I thought it might be something that I'm curious to kind of get your thoughts as you look into it, but also, you know, being I'm a creative looking, person I'm trying yourself, to Google stuff now as you're talking yeah yeah being a creative person yourself I'm like oh I gotta tell Peter about this because like I said it wasn't until the first time I had taken a tour of this house that I was like what is the arts and crafts movement um the way did you know about the arts and crafts movement did you say before going to the house or once you got there and started to wonder what so it was? it was once I had taken my first tour of the house it's a huge part of the tour of this home because this home in particular was very um influenced by the arts and crafts movement and the owners of this home and the architect of this home um the architect was really close with more with william morris i do believe um Mm -hmm. and so like this house has a lot of his um original like wallpapers and textiles and things like that um that are just some of the most beautiful cool designs I've like ever seen in my life um just some of the most like stunning wallpaper and it's super bright and colorful and florals and like it's just the coolest stuff um but there you know there's also it doesn't just stop there like the whole the whole home has just so many different like artifacts and pieces that are from that movement um and so after you know taking the tour and becoming exposed to the movement and some of the folks, you know, I was hearing all these names. I started to kind of do some of my own research and I was like, wow, this is just a really neat, um, the whole movement in and of itself is just really, I find it fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Um, really interesting to now, like as you're talking here, start Googling some of these things and some of the questions that I come up with right away about this. Yeah. So, Apparently, the time in which it happened was from 1880 to 1910 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and in England. So that's the first interesting piece of information. So I'm like, okay, why would that happen at that specific time? Like, that's it's a very specific window, right? And typically, right. if something does that, you would think, okay, what is the catalyst for it? Yeah. So then I wrote just what happened in England in the late 1800s. And let's see what we got here. Uh, okay, I've, I was going to say, did you find something? Well, yeah, in the late 1800s, uh, the British Empire grew to become one of the first global industrial powers, producing much of the world's coal, iron, steel, and textiles. So, well, that's interesting. Why would you have this big arts revolution in the middle of an industrial revolution? That That doesn't seem to really make sense. So I asked next, when was the industrial revolution in England? And it's actually considered from 1760 to 1840. Hmm. So they talk about it as it's one and the same around the same time, but it's actually the Industrial Revolution was winding down at the time right. of textile and beautiful 
murals and paintings and all that stuff was really ramping up. up right yeah yeah and it makes so much sense if you just put the two to two together like okay you've had industrial revolution which is the machining of everything it went from everything is very yes. handcrafted you're very hands-on with everything you do everyone was like woodworkers up until totally. that point when all of a sudden they had machines start to take over large parts of the process right so we're probably talking about furniture shoes uh locomotives at yeah. that time yeah like Anything that you were already building out of wood, you're now building out of metal, which there are metal makers that will, you know, use their artsy side, I guess. Right. But I would think you're now at this point where people are just for years and years and years flattened out, right? Like like their, their creativity is just kind of what the U.S. is going through, I think, a little bit right now with minimalism. Like right. everybody's getting so overwhelmed by all the stimulus. We're actually dumbing down our surroundings. Yep. You see very minimal furniture now, very minimal homes and colors and shades and all that kind of stuff, right? But then the worlds that we live in digitally are becoming bigger and brighter and more intense. So this is like their work life had become so dumbed down, black and white. Yeah. It would make sense for the rise of this revolution of the arts and crafts movement. Totally. No, I mean, and that's what I think is so... I did not know that that, you know, that that's, it wasn't until I started to obviously do some of my own research that I kind of put, that I found out, you know, this is kind of got the why as well. And I was like, yeah. it's really neat because it just kind of, I don't know, it, so many, it, it really just kind of reiterates that point that, you know, so much, um, I don't want to say, you know, beauty can come from pain. Cause I don't want to, I, I don't think that's, you know, but it's a, you know, it's a, it's in a similar vein of it was, you know, the, that, that desire for, you know, um, I'm, I'm reading here from, from the Met, um, a, like a, an essay. And it said that, um, Oh, here, wait, hang on. I lost where I was. <laughs> Um, yeah, the arts and crafts designer sought to improve standards of decorative design, believed to have been um, debased by mechanicalization, create environments in which beautiful and fine workmanship governed. I think that's so cool. Like, yeah. you know, they got to this point where it's like, great, we have, you know, all of these, we've quite literally had, you know, a revolution, yeah. but we still, you know, want to use our hands and we want to make beautiful things as humans and as people. And it's, I don't know, it's really neat. And so I'm trying to just like dig into this more. Yeah. Um, when I think of, you know, the term gaudy, mm -hmm. right? So it's interesting how all things in life go in a cyclical fashion. So right. the, the like literally fashion is the perfect example of this. Um, the kids right now, you know, this, we talk about all the time are wearing the same clothes that the gals and like, I guess guys were wearing in the nineties. I want to say mostly I see it on the girls just cause that's like who works for me for the most part at that age. Um, or like my niece and that it's coming back with like the crop top type of look, the air force ones, the more like flared bottom jeans. I mean, I haven't seen that in years, but it was very much what people were wearing when we were young. 
Yeah. Um, but then I think like, okay, where else have I seen it lately? And I'm starting to see it now in all the furniture and fixtures. Mm. Now it's like, we're going back. So that was like the nineties, right? That, mm -hmm, that kind of mm -hmm. coming back maybe with a few hints of the sixties in it, but in furniture and uh, fixtures, I'm seeing it's the fifties and sixties are yeah. really starting to hit again. So like um, wool blankets, um, handcrafted wood furniture, or at least yeah. something looks like that um it's that like post mid-century modern like mid-century modern was already it, things are just going much faster right now too yeah like mid-century modern was in if you will last year yeah and i feel like this year i'm seeing way more of the um like really sharp lines mm. and mm -hmm. uh natural textures yeah and yeah. i like all this stuff because it's great for decorating the gyms with whatever's hot at the moment i swear it always happens where i think i have a great idea and then I see it on Instagram for the next like six weeks in a row. And then you're like bored of it. <laughs> it was no, like, okay, maybe this wasn't unique. It's just like what I'm noticing. It's just what you're seeing. What yeah. I'm seeing. Right. Yeah. Um, which is interesting to think, I guess. I'd like to think I'm creative, but then I see that. I'm like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> but still. Um, anyway, so just thinking how like all these styles change. And so I'm thinking gaudy. And that I remember hearing one time, Gaudi actually has an origin. It was, fuck, what is that called? I'm going to look this up. It would not surprise me if the word Gaudi was born out of the Victorian era. The, um, I know I read this once. Dang it. It's not showing up, but it's uh, apparently old French Gaudir, I think you know how, mm. how you say that, to rejoice, make merry, to jest, um, and to rejoice. Yeah, that's another, be joyful. Interesting. So Gaudi has a very positive uh, what is connotation. to jest? Found it. Where is it? What did you say? Oh, it's a myth. Let's hear it. Oh. Gaudi's architecture is so intricate that some people think um, oh no Gaudi this is why you gotta stay away from Google folks because everything you read <laughs> like the very well, next the term, I mean it makes sense the term has to have originated from so somewhere. anyways this thought came from the idea that like if this is where we're at right now fashion wise and now you're starting to see these textiles come back mm-hmm that like replicate the arts and crafts movement, maybe like gaudy would be after that, if you will, where, like everything's mm -hmm. like, very bright, uh, lots yeah. of stitching, lots of, um, I don't know, like extra flair to it. Um, and so it says gaudy's architecture is so intricate that some people think he inspired the similar sounding adjective gaudy, oh. which means too elaborate or showy. This is a myth. However, since the word gaudy has been in use since the 16th century. Hmm. Google. Hmm. Anyways. But interesting food for thought. And it, I mean, it could also, it could draw on that because that makes a hell of a lot of sense. What's that? That it would be, I mean, movement? to come from, no, from that architect. Oh, Johnny. yeah. You would think so. But it, it apparently came before that. Yeah. Bummer. I don't know. Anyways. So what, what is it about this uh, stuff that's going on right now that made you think of it? 
Well, so, uh, I mean, you know, that's, I think that's part of my question is what do you think, you know, today's current, you know, arts and crafts movement might be, if not arts and crafts, quite literally themselves. Um, But I'm trying to relate it, you know, or just think if there's anything to relate it to in today's, you know, world. Um, As, like I said, you know, as I've been learning about it, touring, Glessner House I I just I I find it fascinating like I said you know I just think it's cool that they you know there was all this really neat creative amazing stuff born uh you know uh just simply from people's desire to want to create and so you know I'm trying I'm like you know do we have a modern day arts and crafts movement at all if so you know what is that um I don't know. It's, I think it makes an interesting, you know, some interesting questions. I think I've seen on some social medias and stuff, a lot of people recently getting uh, like younger folks getting into like knitting, um, uh, needle pointing, um, crocheting. I was like, what's the one crocheting? A lot of people are like crocheting like sweaters and cardigans and, you know, all kinds of really cute crop tops and, just stuff like that so I'm like are we almost entering another arts and crafts movement you know we we all want to I don't know why my voice got so damn high there (laughs) but like you know (laughs) we all I think you know I don't know I'm curious to get your take well so it's funny enough uh when you very first sent me this I was thinking, oh, is this some sort of a movement going on right now that's of like, like your range that I don't know about? <laughs> like I'm that out of touch. Yeah. Still, look it up. So when it showed up and I looked at that very first um, definition here and it shows me all these textiles again. You probably see some of the prints. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this can't be it. It must be so new. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So no, I just like I'll talk about it tonight with Jake. From the 18th century. Yeah. And it's wild. <laughs> Really interesting because at the very beginning of the pandemic, I remember saying this um, as to a friend or something. Maybe actually, I think it was uh, like an Instagram story. Anyways, um, everything got quiet all mm-hmm. of a sudden, right? Like we we're all in our houses by ourselves or with partners for me by myself. Um, nothing to do. Like I had been used to go, 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 go. Everything was right. always fast pace and also literally everything just stopped totally like your daily routine you didn't know if you could go to the grocery store i was concerned about driving because i thought i'd get arrested in the beginning i thought they're literally gonna pull people over and arrest us if we were driving the first uh few days. crazy but yeah so it's like you could do nothing but sit right and my very first thought is this kind of goes back to the conversation we've had about when i was on the bachelorette as the weeks went on and that time started to set in and boredom really started to set in. I went back to my art. I found my art again. And during the pandemic, it started with, I bought a Lego castle that was massive. And built <laughs> Hogwarts. Like I just wanted to start building things. Yeah. And that was an easy way to start and uh, hurt my fingers terribly. I was like done after one. But then I started getting uh, uh, other stuff again. I started yeah. like painting in my gym. I started building little knickknacks. I don't even know. Um, but I thought to myself, I think this is going to lead to a, a 
not a revolution, but like an no, increase but... of people finding their yeah. passions. Totally. And about, again, just kind of good timing of this, about a week or two ago, I was thinking to myself, I was wrong. This is this is not what happened. Everybody has become more and more addicted to their phones and social media than ever before. Yeah. And I think that has to happen first. And maybe we're still not there yet because right. I do as well. See, like I'm seeing woodworkers my totally. age. I was going to say, I life. feel like especially uh, the person who makes the benches for yeah. the gyms, I want some of that furniture in my home <laughs> his like, benches are oh my god Luke, stunning he makes incredible furniture yeah and it's beautiful he, he's probably the best person that i can point out the in this. bench if you've ever been to the park street gym and he keeps getting better yeah, with everything. main that's what's uh, so good about this type of thing you get better with every it's all art so with yeah. every piece you create you refine you learn it and, yeah yeah and oh, it's, it's so just like cool with every gym right with every gym trying to refine certain processes but then every time we change it and so it looks a little different it's a learning process again right but yeah like i'm seeing more and more people doing woodwork uh welding painting uh what else i've been seeing lately i bought a paint by number recently did i tell you that did i share that with the podcast i don't believe so I bought a paint by number. Actually, when I was at home in Madison, I uh, stopped by the lovely five below and I was like, you know what? I really want a, a paint by number. Yeah. And I found a paint by number. It's like canvases, which I'm like, that's really cool. And it's like an acrylic style, like kind of paint. Yeah. And I can't remember where I was, where I saw it, but I saw like an acrylic style painting that I'm like, oh, I have to try and copy that for this paint by number. Basically, like, and and actually explaining it for a paint by number works. Think of like a paint by number, right? You've got all your little sections. Yeah. Rather than like neatly staying in the lines, like blotting the acrylic paint just like into the spot, and then you're left with like this really cool like blurred like. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I'm like, but I gotta try it. But so I'm like, no, I gotta paint by number. But, but I'm like, paint by number. But then you're gonna blot it instead. I want to like do my own little thing to it. You know what I mean? Like make my like put my own little twist on it. Never thought um, about. So maybe this will actually be my um. It's been in my. I say all this. It's been in my closet since yeah. I've got, gotten back here. I just haven't sat down to do it maybe that'll be my project this week and i can post it on the on the instagram for everyone to see i will just say as someone who has been going in and out of art now for the past couple of years again there will be spits of like excitement for it yeah and times of drought where i'm just like i only yeah. want to touch it yeah and just go with that i think yeah there are certain people that are like just more in that realm of i'm excited to do it more often and good for them but at the same time like when it comes, it comes. When it doesn't, it doesn't. That's kind of yeah. what I found. And yeah. like, there's times where like I like doodling. I'll doodle for two, three days and just be done with it. Or like a computer. Like I started designing that one uh, room for the next gym. Super fun and exciting. Like okay, done with it. On to the next thing. Yeah. So just enjoy the creativity. And if you have that spur to do it at that moment, maybe you'll do it again in like two, three months, whatever it is. Yeah. No. So I'm. I I completely agree. That's why I'm like, because I know if I, if I force myself to do it, yeah, I'm not going to, it's not going to be, it's not going to be fun. So when the moment's right. Yeah. When creativity strikes, yeah. take advantage of it. Totally. 
I think we lose the joy of it when we force ourselves to do it. Uh, yeah. So just like it, same thing as people's passions change for it, like just flow as you go. Like if today I want to build sandcastles at the beach because I'm down there, build sandcastles. Exactly. Flow as you go. I kind of like that. Yeah. I don't know. That's just kind of where I've gotten to at this point. We're like, I'll try yeah. and pick up hobbies. Yep. And unless there's a, a deadline to it, when I lose interest, I'm on to the next thing because it's my hobby. It's not my yeah. job. Yep. It's not my core values. It's just totally. my hobby. It's and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Extra. Exactly. Like pick it up, learn something, yeah. put it down when you're done, pick it up maybe at a later date. Exactly. I think it, there's almost like everything we're doing right now, it's always pushed to be, mm-hmm. if you're going to do something, do it to your best abilities. Yeah. Do it all the way to the finish. Well, and I think some of that, I don't know, maybe we're getting into a whole other topic, but I think some of that comes with like the hustle culture. Yeah. I think there's a difference between, I think you can still have hustle, but then also very much, I'm going to sneeze. I'm going to mute. <laughs> Apologies, uh, everyone. Um, <laughs> I think you can still hustle and work your ass off and be a hard worker, but also value like time for yourself and time to like regenerate and recoup and take care of yourself mm-hmm. um i think so often especially in today's world we're so caught up with the go 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 of everything and a lot of times when we're on you know when we're looking at our social media we see all of these people it looks like oh my god like you know this person's always working or this person's always doing x y and z you know but you're probably not seeing the you know the flip side when that person might be you know taking time to rest or you know not (laughs) grinding per se um that is across the board so yeah yeah. i think uh just speaking from personal experience it is really hard to get motivated to be creative when you're constantly deprived of dopamine Mm. it's like You'll sit down, I'll sit down. Like, I'm just talking about myself here. I'll sit down to just go through an email or something like that or uh, text at different points throughout the day and open up Instagram. And all of a sudden, it's 20 minutes later. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, that yeah. just appeared into time, providing me really with nothing more often than not. Um, and then less, or left me less motivated to do the thing that I was motivated to do prior. Mm-hmm. Be it the artsy side of things or just, right you know, house and do something right i'm i'm just realizing that it is becoming more and more of a drug or a distraction than i ever thought it would be absolutely uh, and it's it's frustrating yeah because well, i don't know like i was kind of saying i think that the arts and crafts movement like you're talking is coming i think we're there people are getting into it but damn power to them yeah. <laughs> for being able to just like unplug and sit down for because if, if you're going to build that bench that Luke built, oh, that yeah. took him days. Totally. And like complete focus. He, yeah. When he's sanding his pieces, like they are paper smooth. It is yeah. incredible. That takes a lot of time and effort and a lot of detail or attention to detail. So I'm not there yet. It's really, I mean, it really is quite incredible. And I do think about it every once in a while. I'm like, you know what? are we going to get to a point where we lose, you know, people that 
um like craftsmen you know what i mean like oh totally it's not being taught in schools anymore no but like but was it ever time. yeah oh yeah home ec was a thing for a long yeah, time yeah got kicked out of yeah. schools i would have loved home ec that like i i would love to have learned how to use things within my kitchen and did you not have any stuff. home ec none uh we really? had wood shop but it was only and that was okay. you know i think i would say is wood shop is now gone in a lot of schools and i think wood shop is a great thing to oh my god which is so nice yeah. I, uh, I took a welding class. class did you yeah. yeah what were you gonna say i loved my wood shop class you took wood shop class i took one in sixth grade oh sh- that is awesome yeah. i don't hear about it at all anymore really yeah. No, I took a wood I mean, shop obviously, class. There's always exceptions to the rule. So yeah. There's yeah. always gonna be a school that has it. But honestly though, <laughs> I know I'm a little younger than you, but keep in mind this was still probably like this is like a solid 10 years ago now. So this yeah. might not be, I mean, it might not be. I honestly don't know the last time I heard like a kid who's in middle school talk about wood shop. I really don't. But like I loved it. It was so cool. Like I made um, which my parents still have. I had uh, a key hook. Oh, that's cool. Like a little key hook. Um, we made like just all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It was cool. It's funny that working with your hands is just becoming less and less of a focus. And as we increase in our digital capacity, I think a lot more people are being pushed towards that. It's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of the jobs now are just tied to media. It's yeah. whether you're developing the phones, the apps, the abilities within the phones or your it's very true (laughs) like whatever it may be yeah yeah everything's kind of being pushed in that direction so we're in like the digital revolution now yeah which i don't think you'll ever lose the people that want to continue the arts and crafts if you will Mm because working is art it's crafts right right um furniture design uh designing like these beautiful fixtures this weekend i just went up to the art fair on the square at the capitol oh did you really one of my friends shout out sam her mom uh is an amazing uh artist in madison and had a booth there uh, i didn't even know what was really going cool on pieces really yeah i, I went up there because i was finally gonna go to my first farmer's market of the year <laughs> and stumbled upon fifty thousand people wandering mm-hmm. around this art fair i was like oh shit all right but i'm actually really glad that happened because there's so much beautiful unique artwork that was up there and you know out of i don't know 100 booths let's say maybe more maybe less not one piece of art looked the same everybody's got their own imagination everybody's got their own style everybody's got their own technique it makes me want to like get into art like we all should and art doesn't have to be like it kind of goes back to that conversation i told you about dogs right when i say dog what do you picture exactly (laughs) but like the dog is in your head right your definition of dog is different than my dog so most people when you say that like they have already a distinct vision in their mind no matter what it is that i'm thinking of yeah so when i say art what do you think of like what do you picture when you see art a piece of art that i have right here right hanging on the wall right but art is so much more than that So where I see I've gotten discouraged myself in the past, but now I see other people as well get discouraged. When you say art, they picture oftentimes the thing that they see as most beautiful Mm -hmm. or the most unique or the most complicated, whatever it may be. And that can be very discouraging. It's like, oh, no, art is crocheting. It's knitting. 
Yeah. Art is whittling a stick while you sit by the lake, right? Just with a knife from your kitchen. I don't know. Like art can be literally anything you want to make it. You can take the leaves off of trees and put them between books and figure out what to do with it after they've dried and become flattened. Like that is art. Yeah. It yeah. does not have to be something you've seen someone else do. When These you... are my uh, photos. You can't exactly. see anybody. Uh, but where? Over above the this? coffee? No, the other side. <laughs> other direction by the oh, door. Oh, this. Yeah. Oh, this. Yeah. Yeah. So no. maybe <laughs> that donut. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, a donut. that's a donut. So okay. funny. We're talking. So this is obviously in my, uh, my background. Maybe I'll have to take a screenshot. And we'll post it on Instagram, but this is actually some amazing digital art from an artist um, that I went to, I feel like a meteorologist that I went to school <laughs> with for a while. She did, um, I got these a few years ago. It's really cool. She, yeah, she fully did these designs. But then these other two images oh, you did those. Okay. are picked photos that I took on me. my walk. Yeah. And That's I had them awesome. um, printed. So it's yeah. like, I love Jake them. introduced me to the most amazing printing. I got overwhelmed oh. trying to print these beautiful images that i had bought from a friend and i'm like these are gonna cost hundreds of dollars he's like no walgreens walgreens you guys it was like 15 bucks Don't and then we went to target and got walgreens. basic matting frames. frames yeah i just got it printed in the size what i, I did with these are, i think these frames are from uh yeah like a two-pack from target and my walgreens printed okay. you guys photo. again i'm just gonna share that because it will change your life yeah walgreens Oops, typically target. always has a a discount for photo prints because yeah. nobody prints photos right. um so check out walgreens poster prints anything you can pretty much always find a coupon code well here here's the best way to start because you showed me this and i'm gonna say in reverse order because it made so much sense like go to target first yeah. or any store that you know has pre-matted frames yep target had them for like 15 dollars oh, and, yeah. and i think it was 40 inches wide it was huge yeah. Yeah, it was a big fan. And then went and printed the pictures to match that size, as opposed to oftentimes when you get art, you have to then match the frame to the art. And that's the what's art. Sort of, frames can be like two fifty to a thousand dollars. Yeah. If you get them custom with matting on stupid expensive. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Do that if you have a really fine piece of art, but if you're just gonna do it like this and it looks fantastic, yeah. <laughs> you want to like a mirage or what are those called? A like a the, photo wall a collage, or yeah. gallery wall. Yeah. Mirage. Yeah. <laughs> a mirage. <laughs> I can't even see them. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, the Walgreens. Genius. Print your photos of Walgreens. You will not regret it. Use the modern day tips and tricks, basically, is what you're telling me, to create art. Art, yeah. Yeah. It's... Well, and the, the I, I should post a, a picture of these because the reason that I love these two uh, photos that are behind me in my bedroom that I took Um is because it's the same walk, but it's two completely, totally, you wouldn't have no idea that this is the same route. Yeah. Like this oh. is one is like a, a neighborhood. It's like, it's townhomes. Like a, it's, it's very neighborhoody. The next is the cityscape from the lake. And this is on the same walking route, which I just think is so fun. Like two totally different vibes, same route. Yeah. And so easy to just take that picture while you're in the moment. Yeah. Drop at Walgreens, buy that cheap frame and put it on your wall. And now you have a beautiful <laughs> accent wall, Jake. Totally. Wow. With custom art. You can always say custom. I well, that's the coolest part is yeah. like you're like everybody's own art is their own custom. Like 
I don't know. I think I, I almost want to like implore everybody to like try to find one kind of, you know, one form of creative outlet this next week or something like maybe that's where we're at right now yeah so we're the watercolors out or even just color with some crayons like letting that like i had a uh a concussion i think this was last year now i got like a mild um uh concussion long story and um I couldn't look at screens for like a couple days. And so I was like, okay. And I like just drew, I just sat at my desk right here and looked out the window and just drew. And it was so just like, I don't know. It was, it was, I'm like, I haven't sat down with just some like colored pencils and just like drawn in so long. And it was so relaxing. So it's a great mean that staring at our screens must not be a very good thing for us oh, right. when your brain is needing healing we're told not to do it we're told not to look at the screen well, I shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> first thought second thought uh what I, what I was kind of thinking is i think that's where we're at now which is overstimulated on so many levels or stimulus overstimulated on so many levels that i was thinking like we'd almost have to be dumbed down early on the like pandemic right like there's so little going on that we would find yeah. reasons to explore but now it's like we're over so overstimulated that we need to find more peaceful things to do that's where i'm at at least like right I, i've been so overstimulated by all the things going on especially with work like the pandemic was overstimulating the pandemic uh at work was even more over the top for me and then add to that just work in general and dating life and yada 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 and now social media and apps and bills and all this kind of stuff like everything's just always so much yeah yeah that it's nice to just shut it all off <laughs> and focus on something where you can just kind of get lost yes. and that's where i found classical music was really nice for me because with all the classical music lately you're not listening to the words anymore there's no longer yeah. a story so i can just shut the mind off listen to these you know energies of vibrations basically going through and there's certain tones in some um classical music that hits better like the lower vibrations mm -hmm. just helps you mm -hmm. to relax a bit and soothe out but then with that you can just i can just start to draw sometimes or start to work on yeah. this like design of the gym that's where the walks come in it's telling yeah. stories in your head is still art totally like if you are just telling yourself a story you don't have to write a book you don't have to make a, a children's picture book or anything like that. You can just tell yourself a story and enjoy that. Like when you walk outside, there's times where I'll just make up a story to go along with what the night is about. I don't yeah. know. It may sound crazy, but it's nice just to let your mind water completely free. Totally. And no, whatever. I completely agree. Yeah. The arts and crafts movement. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's neat. It makes you think and, it's definitely inspired me to, you know, I, I I got back here after that first tour and I was like, all right, get that, get that paint by number down, Jake, like take some time to just, you know, give yourself a moment with just exactly like what you just said, you know, put the, put everything down and just 
find like get lost in something um, yeah that's cool about art too is stimulus comes from all places and in the most unexpected of places as well it's like just going to that art show beautiful art left and right everywhere i'm going everything is so cool so unique but there was one piece that was probably in it it's like form the most simplistic in there but mm -hmm. it instantly hit a chord with me because it was these beautiful wooden designs perfectly straight lines uh mounted onto a board so there's like these maybe like two inch wide slats by maybe a half inch thick mounted onto slats in perfect symmetrical shapes mm. and then painted all one beautiful matte green or black color. I think they were. Oh, so and then cool. some of the wood was like, you could tell really nice wood, probably like, uh, I don't know, like Oak maybe. Um, and like sanded completely smooth and sealed and all that stuff. So it stood out and instantly I'm like, Oh, I could design my wall like that in the entry of this new space. Like, boom, there is my um, motivation or whatever it may be, however you want to yeah. call it. Yeah. I think it comes in really random places and like random times versus going out and like, I'm going to think of what I want to do. I'm going to think of what I'm going to be good at. I'm going to like always push at it, push at it, push at it. Like sometimes you just got to shut it off, find yourself in new experiences and be quiet for a bit and it'll come to you. Exactly. I could yeah. not agree more. Stuff. I, uh, yeah. So that's the arts and crafts movement. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody get, uh, do some arts and crafts. <laughs> <laughs> like that, Jay. Well, that's what was so funny about it at first was I was like, it sounds so playful and like silly, you know, just arts and crafts. Like, but it really is such a cool, some really beautiful pieces and beautiful things came out of it. And so, yeah, it's very I'll have neat. to look up more of these designs. Yeah. All right. Um, ooh, wallpaper would be dope. So yeah, William Morris has a lot of his, this house yeah. has a lot of his original production wallpaper. It's just absolutely. Is that what this is? I'm, yeah. I just pulled this up. Isn't it? <laughs> isn't it this beautiful? is what I'm talking about. It's like yeah, the, it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> furniture. So like you have like all those <clears throat> panels that go along the bottom of the wall, right? It's like, mm -hmm. is that weeds coating? Oh yeah. 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 Um, and then this beautiful intricate um, wallpaper above that. Or like dark bathrooms with like a, a dark tile or even maybe a bright white tile and then yeah. contrasting color for the really intricate paper or, or um, wallpaper above it. God, I just love that. It's so, so cool. You gotta, we gotta get you down here one of these weekends for a visit. Period. Yeah. But you'll cut. You gotta. I'll take you to the house. I would love a tour um, because it's absolutely stunning. Okay, I for sure wanna buy some of this wallpaper <laughs> it's so cool All right, before we go um question for you what is your prediction for where we go next when it comes to art design life mm. um trajectory that this population is going right now that's a good question um I don't know. I mean, we kind of touched on it and I think I, I, I think I have to agree with what you said earlier about, you know, I think we're very much in a digital age right now. Um, 
but I also think, you know, with that, I've seen some really cool, amazing, you know, like digital art and digital design, like hence these prints, you know, are both digital. This is digital art. Technically, Um, these prints that I have in my room are fully done on, I think, you know, did they're fully done digitally. Um, So I think people will continue, or at least I would hope that people continue to find ways to bring their creativity into whatever funnel is going to fuel that at the moment. So if that's right now, you know, a digital effort, so be it. I think if we, you know, start to move into a, another era where we want to get, you know, handsy, um, and that leads <laughs> to, you know, beautiful furniture and amazing artwork I think that's really cool but I just hope that I think the coolest thing like we've kind of touched on is that the artist makes the art right so like the artist dictates the art so you know it doesn't have to be a physical something it doesn't have to be you know as long as we don't lose our creative drivers I think we'll always have art yeah i really like the uh the funnels that fuel us yeah damn book title right there Jay. <laughs> well <laughs> the that, maybe that's the next project <laughs> that's cool um yeah it... but i i don't know i mean as i say that too i also think I, i'm like going through my head and I also would would go as far to argue that because of the access uh, and because of the information, the access of, oh my God, what do I want to say? Because of the access we have to information nowadays, right? To be able to learn about all of these different previous, you know, whether it be the arts and crafts movement, whether it be, you know, um, specific, you know, periodical art whatever it may be like we have so much diversity even within our artists and art today think about it you know what I mean like we've still got some amazing artists that are doing you know um physical really amazing beautiful physical art we've got artists that do you know really amazing digital art we've got you know people that are crocheting and people that are making really cool things on Adobe InDesign. So it's like, yeah. I, I almost think too, we've got such a dive due to the, I mean, amazing diversity and just us as individuals. I think it's really causing for a lot of different styles of art or types of art to kind of all of a sudden now be really blended. And you might go to a, you know, an art museum and see you know multiple kinds of art in the you know it's not all going to be these giant you know paintings anymore right like you might see a really awesome digital installation now at an art museum so you know things like um the ice cream museum that's art you know what i mean or you know, now they're taking things like Van Gogh's paintings and doing all that, you know, digital projection. Right, right, That's right. Art. right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's like my, my two cents. 
Hmm. Which was more like four cents. <laughs> Maybe call it a nickel. <laughs> Can I get a whole dollar? <laughs> I, I think, honestly, we are going to see more and more art being done in a digital form. Yeah. But as anything goes, as technology progresses in any shape or form, that's where the vast majority, I feel like, go. And so a lot of great things happen in that space, but mm -hmm. we never lose the things that have been learned along the way. So like woodworking at some point in time was its first of its kind. Right. And then the first wooden chair was the first of its kind. There's always a first for anything. Mm -hmm. And then we can always go back to it at a later date. And sometimes we drop it for weeks, years, hundreds of years, whatever it is. Right. I don't know. Uh, and we can always go back to it. Uh, like I see more and more handcrafted um, furniture right now than I have in my whole life. I feel like really I'm more interested in it, but I've always been interested in furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all, like all the way down to like the finest little things like the fasteners and all that. Um, mm. But anyways, I do think we are on this like verge of a digital revolution within art that has blended so much that we can't tell yeah. whether it's art or life or just digital media anymore. Right. That movie That's, Ready Player yeah. One. Yeah. Everybody goes into this game and then they get so absorbed in the game because of all the potential that it will have to bring them happiness, but then also the effects that it can have in their real life outside of the game in the real world, totally. it just becomes life for a yeah. lot of people. And I think we're getting pretty close to that already. Like we all yeah. are absorbed on our phones and it, it's like, we're creating our communities within our phones already. We don't have to be physically within that realm, like 360 degrees to be absorbed into it. Yeah. We are having conversations in our phones that we're not having in the real world. Right. We're, locations and lifestyles and interests that we don't see at all in the real world like on social media it's nothing but when i look at it like beautiful scenery of mountains and beaches and uh i don't know like wyoming and these gorgeous gorgeous places and i'm like oh man it's so beautiful i want to be there i wish i was there and then i walk out I'm like I'm, I'm just not yeah why am i getting so absorbed into that the reality is i'm still in this beautiful place i'm just not seeing it and I think uh, it's all art, but we're getting to a point where it's almost becoming life. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, and, I think you're right. Yeah. I think trying myself to separate the two a bit more and totally. more every day. I completely agree. No. Yeah. I, I think, don't want to be like ready player one. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't and I think it's, it's important as long as we can stay cognizant of that and, you know, stay aware i guess i don't know i think yeah. it's um it's hard yeah it's very good at what it does yeah well on that note <laughs> <laughs> well uh, a fabulous chats. conversation sir as always yeah agreed uh All if right, anybody so um is uh if anybody becomes, what's the word I want to, oh my God, why can't I think of words right now? Um, if anyone is inspired, thank you, to create some art this week, let us know in the comments or something um, or tag us in your art on your story. We'd love to see what mm. you're creating. I want to see the see artists and the community. That. Yeah. I want to yeah. like tag us in your, in your art stories. Let's all share our art. Do um, it. I love that. Yeah, let's do it. And All if right. I finish those paintings this week, you guys will will see them. <laughs>
Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you again real soon.